And that's why the hot tube is better than a hot tub and worth the money. Oh, no. Welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, where we are going to fix a recent film, a blockbuster, a runaway hit. This week, we are going to fix Crazy Rich Asians. Rich, we've been dating for over a year now, and I think it's about time people met my beautiful girlfriend. What about us taking an adventure east? Like Queens? Singapore. Colin's wedding. So your family is rich? We're comfortable. That is exactly what a super rich person would say. I want money. 1.2 million. That's what I want. The Nick you're dating is Nick Young? Yeah, you guys know them or something? Hells yeah. They're just the biggest developers in all of Singapore. That's what I Damn, Rachel. It's like the Asian bachelor. These people aren't just rich. They're crazy rich. <laughs> Mom, this is Rachel Chu. She just thinks you're some, like, unrefined banana. No, no, no. Uh, those are a few fingers. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Do some crazy! I chose to raise a family. For me, it was a privilege. But for you, you may think it's old-fashioned. Don't you want Nick to be happy? I know you're not what Nick needs. She's like trying to play a game of chicken with me, thinking I'm going to swerve like a chicken. But you can't swerve. you going to roll up and be like, bok, bok, bitch. OK, maybe like not as aggressive. All right, uh, I am your host, JC. With me, as always, are the co-hosts that carry the show. Uh, say hi to everybody, Lady One. Hello. And we have with us returning Torpedo. Hey. And we have a special guest here. He's going to go by Kool-Aid. Say hi to everybody, Kool-Aid. Hello, everybody. And we have Torpedo here. Because she uh, lives For a very here. specific reason. Well, <laughs> not only the fact that I'm pretty sure that the blanket and pillow that's mysteriously on the floor Every time we come in here is hers. I like naps. <laughs> We're not really sure if she has her own place to live, but she's here, Torpedo, and we are going to fix Crazy Rich Asians. And guess what? Torpedo, what are you? I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest here, Kool-Aid. Do, do you guys have any kind of uh, special relationship going on right now? I'm basically the woman and uh, Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> Uh, this film was foreshadowing what his life could possibly be. He's here. He's going to give us his fears. And uh, <laughs> Torpedo is going to sh- give it to us straight about this crazy rich Asian life. But uh, before we dive into this, Lady Wan, why don't you give us the Fresh Hot Stats? All right. So this movie came out August 15th. And it's opening weekend. It made $26 million in the U.S. Won the weekend. And then... It continued to win its next two weekends. It's been number one for three weeks in a row. It's up to $117 million in the U.S. and $19.9 million overseas. And the production budget was only $30 million. So holy shit, they made a lot of money. I mean, there's a lot of Asians in this world. So, I mean, <laughs> I feel like this is, I mean, it, it, the plot is common. But because there's Asian people, I feel like other Asian people were like, yes. But it's only made $19 million overseas. Well, they have, they get these movies all the time, so that's true. <laughs> this is different here, not necessarily over there. I read one review that was like, "Oh yeah, this is basically a Bollywood movie without the songs." Actually, if they would put songs in, it would be more Asian. It would be more authentic. I don't know. <laughs> okay, it's making the bucks. It's doing very well here oh, yeah. domestically. America, we like it. How are audiences liking it though? Do you have the uh, the tomatoes? Of course I do. 
This movie is 93% fresh, according to critics, and 86% of audiences like it. The people like it, and they are spending their dollars on it. Before we get into our fixes, uh, why don't we go ahead and go over the plot real quick? Uh, I will read that. Here I go. (laughs) (laughs) Please leave in, here I go, and then a long pause. (laughs) Okay, so Crazy Rich Asians was directed by John Chu from a screenplay by Peter Chiarelli and Adele Lim. And it was based on Kevin Kwan's 2013 novel, also called Crazy Rich Asians. It stars Constance Wu, Henry Golding, Gemma Chan, Aquafina, Nico Santos, Lisa Liu, Ken Jeong, and Michelle Yeoh. And basically the story follows Rachel Chu, an American-born Chinese economics professor who travels to her boyfriend Nick's hometown of Singapore for his best friend's wedding. And he can't keep his secrets for long. Uh, she's there for all these wedding festivities and basically uncovering the fact that Nick is from a crazy rich family. Also... The family expects him to be a corporate chairperson for the family business, his father's business. He's also extremely sought after by every girl in this entire uh, area of Singapore, perhaps all of Asia. Who knows? So they're all jealous. They want to sabotage her. The other girls treat her poorly. The mother tells her she's not good enough. Her college roommate is there, though, played by Aquafina. Uh, so she's got a friend there. She also befriends the gay cousin that doesn't have a lot, that, that's not from money like the rest of them. And there's another side plot involving another cousin, a female cousin, who is also super crazy wealthy, but also brought a person who was not what the family was expecting as far as prestige and money into the family. There's a side plot there where he cheats on her. Uh, he doesn't feel good enough. So that's going on. Uh, There's a grandma. (laughs) And anyway, everything ends up fine. She's up to the challenge. She wears a nice dress. She's not going to let them get her down. And she decides not to marry him when he proposes. She's like, you won, mom, but he's going to hate you for it. And then he chases her to the plane. He's got the ring that her mom was given by his father. And all is good. Yay. Crazy rich Asians. <laughs> now before... <laughs> what? <sighs> so before we get started, I would like you, Torpedo, to tell us a little bit about the authenticity and about yourself growing up in this kind of environment. Please enlighten us. Give us a little lesson here. This week, Screen Fix is going to be educational, enlightening. Yeah, so <laughs> I actually think it's you know, being Asian. So uh, just a little background. I was born here. So I am first generation, but both of my parents were born in the Philippines. So we did grow up with certain Asian values that were shown in the movie. Uh, For instance, the whole, you don't really have a choice. We have your passions for you and you're going to do it. You're going to do, you're going to be smart in school and you don't really have a choice. Like I got grounded when I got like a 94 on a test because it could have gotten a 98. Like it, it's stuff like that. Like you're going to play the piano or the violin and that's it. And you're going to be great. Like things like that. <laughs> did your parents ever express any certain jobs they wanted you to have or did they ever encourage you to, to marry rich or anything like that? They still do. So, <laughs> good luck, Kool-Aid. <laughs> uh, 
That's why I play the lottery every Wednesday. <laughs> I'm planning for our future. He has a long-term plan. That's good to hear. <laughs> I'm not your typical Asian, okay? <laughs> so um, in college, like I, <laughs> my parents wouldn't pay for my college unless I was going to be a doctor. <laughs> So that's why I was a pre-med major. I started off with that and then I kind of veered off. You have two Division I NCAA championship rings. I do. You did not become a doctor. Absolutely not. <laughs> I go to the doctor. I should be an orthopedic. Been there. I have three surgeries on the same knee. I'm stubborn as shit. <laughs> but I excelled at sports, so they, act, they they at least gave me that chance. Did your parents ever try to set you up with somebody? Um, No, not really. They would just... <laughs> Filipinos do this thing where they point with their lips. And if they see someone, they'll point. Wait, wait, wait. I need this demonstrated. What? I don't understand this. Please, please, please demonstrate this. Oh, my God. Google it. Google it. It's a thing. Am I doing, am I doing it right? No, I can't. Google it. It's, it's a thing. I promise. Uh, where it, it's like supposed to be discreet, but it's not discreet. <laughs> No, if I was across a bar staring at somebody doing this, they would, they would just think I'm a pervert. It was what was is what that would happen. But I don't know they, they like master that, so their lips have like mad flexibility. <laughs> she has hit her head on the mic. We're good. We're good. Um, anyway. Okay, so obviously your family's here, but a lot of your family is actually back uh, in your, your in the, uh, the, the old country. So uh, are they, are any of them crazy rich? And can you tell us about that? I don't know because I think my family's in the mob. Oh, same. Because, yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where all of a sudden they're like, uh, we're poor. And then they're like, "Oh wait, we just bought this property. Um, we just we just sold the hotel. So now we're gonna your your grandma's running for mayor again." Oh, okay. What? That's your family. Accurate. Why aren't you there living this mafia life? Because it's mafia life. It's crazy over there. It's very dangerous. I don't want Felix to have to follow me everywhere. Who is Felix? Bodyguard. <laughs> The family bodyguard. <laughs> He's like your version of Kevin Costner. Kind of, except, you know, he wears like raggedy clothes. <laughs> My grandpa, he's the mayor. He doesn't really know. So he just like, who's this guy? Just tell him to get me coffee. So <laughs> Does he does he have one of the gun knives from the movie? <laughs> no, no gun knife. Not that I've seen. I don't know. Maybe. I'll ask him. What does he carry to protect you? I don't know. Some gun in his pocket. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's really corrupt over there. And they don't have rules. <laughs> Other than having your own bodyguard, you've never experienced any like like opulence or anything on the on the scale of what was going on here. No, but another similar kind of accurate thing about um Asians, at least with my family, they're all very materialistic. It it's always an underlying competition on who has the better branded things and if you're you have the same brand you kind of categorize yourself with the other people with those brands and which one of yours is more expensive and like they'll find a way to nonchalantly throw out there how much whatever you're wearing or own costs mm -hmm. so that you can walk away and be like i'm the rich one you'll kind of strut around a little bit i don't know maybe this is just my family it might be 
it's not. Can you can you also demonstrate the the, the strut? I'm gonna hold off on that. I'll do it, <laughs> and I'll do it with the lips. Ready? You look like a duck. <laughs> this is really good for the audio. All right. So I think we're qualified here to discuss this today with Torpedo's guidance. Crazy <laughs> rich Asians. Are you all ready to fix this movie? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it. I want money. Since we got a guest here, uh, a guest who's on the hot seat, be careful of Felix Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not have a tiny gun. Who knows? Why don't you go first with a fix of this movie? Go ahead, lay it on us, Kool-Aid. So my main fix here for this movie was just how over the top some of these scenes were. And I know that they were trying to, to show how crazy and how rich they were. But when somebody shoots an anti-tank personnel weapon <laughs> off of a container ship filled with a bunch of drinking people for a bachelor party, I just, you know, there's a line. There's a line. Uh, the first shot was a warning shot. Apparently the second one with the young model. Uh, I think she's dead. Uh, there was no blood, thank God. But everybody kept partying, so it was a it was a good party. Good fix. A little too crazy rich. They were crazy, comma rich Asians. And I'm not too worried about Felix. I want money. All right, I'm gonna have you go next, Lady Wan, veteran host. Give us. An awesome thing. I am a white person. No! <laughs> I've already established on this podcast that I am extremely white. <laughs> I don't know how Mahjong works. So, yeah. Asia, okay, so at least in my family, I learned Mahjong when I was like six. So that's just a thing you do. It's like things your grandparents teach you when you're younger. Yeah. And you also learn how to gamble. So I'm Italian. So my grandpa taught me to play poker. Poker and softball. You gotta sit down and play poker. Poker and softball. But I I didn't know. I played softball too. The only Mahjong I've played is like that computer game, which is just matching two tiles. That's not <laughs> all of it. Not quite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did have poker in the beginning, but like only if you knew how to play Mahjong would you yeah. recognize so the I reference that how they similar games. introduced her as being the game theory professor. She understands strategy and games, and then they bring it back at the end with the mom with, with playing Mahjong. That was perfect, except for I was sitting there going, I don't know the rules of this game. I think she's winning because she's talking about it, but I'm confused. So what I would have done to fix that is set it up earlier in the movie. So throw some exposition at me. Teach me how to play Mahjong so that I will get it in that big moment at the end. So when they're all gathering for various family events leading up to the wedding, we can have them playing Mahjong. And maybe instead of how they're making dumplings, they can be teaching the younger little kid cousins who are like five years old. They can be teaching them how to play Mahjong. And maybe even Rachel can participate in teaching them because she's a game theory professor. She's super smart. And she can also teach me, the dumb white person in the audience, how to play Mahjong so that I will get it at the end. Because I lost some significance to that scene because I was too busy worrying about what was going on in the game. Yeah, I would rather take that scene over the dumpling making scene. Yeah, and she can still ask the mom about the ring because you're still focusing down on their hands in that scene except they're playing mahjong instead of making dumplings that I can't eat during the movie. So that wasn't fair. It just made me hungry. <laughs> she flashed that mm-hmm. ring in the dumpling scene. They had the light catch it just right so she would kind of blind yeah. her and then she would be reminded, oh, I'm in a very rich family mm-hmm. here. Yeah, they don't take their rings off while they're making food. I want money. Do you have a fix for crazy rich Asians? Torpedo, give us your Asian fix. 
Okay, so they mentioned the father, but he never showed up. Right? <laughs> so, like, he just was never there. And they're like, oh, he went on a business trip, um, which I get. They're probably trying to portray what his life was going to be like after he took the CEO position or, you know, when he was ready. But they also sl- kind of just slipped in there that the mom was also a non-rich Mm-hmm. person so i think it would have been a lot better if you know they didn't slip that yet and the father would have come in and you know right in the heat of the situation pulled the mom aside had a little argument and uh basically tell her off like you know i gave you this chance and it kind of did the reveal then that she was going the same through the same thing that rachel was going through mm-hmm. um and then he'd be like okay well now i gotta go finish my business trip bye (laughs) (laughs) he just pops in to do that and then he's like "Mm, bye yeah (laughs) they had uh they had some good cameo stars in there michelle yo great great actress back in the day they could have had jackie chan come in as the father maybe great Mm. chinese uh architect of uh, the chinese especially the movie industry over there and there could have been more kung fu in but that's just me <laughs> but yeah, that would have been awesome to have some a cameo. Like if if the dad was like a big cameo, like uh, when we did Mamma Mia and Cher comes in at the end, right? <laughs> yeah. Jackie Chan could have been the share of this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have a lot in common. <laughs> I want money. All right. Would anyone like to hear my fix? You're gonna tell us. No. <laughs> Do it. Send it. Do it. I'm gonna change this whole movie. I'm flipping it on its head. I thought our leads were a little boring. I thought this movie needed a little spicing up. And this is how we're going to add a little bit of that Chinese five spice. Here we go. (laughs) So a pretty university professor isn't good enough for mom and for everybody else. Yeah, right. They're telling her she's too American, but really all I see is that she hugs the mom and she doesn't understand Chinese as well, or she tries to dip her fingers in the finger bowl. Okay, that's fine. But I don't say that she's quote-unquote too American or whatnot. I mean, she's going to school just like the mom was going to school and a whole bunch of other things like that. You want to see this family really get turned upside down? You want to see these people really not accept who came to the door? Have her be straight from Brooklyn, Aquafina. That's a love interest, not... uh, Rachel. Not... Rachel, who I had to be reminded her name was Rachel over and over while I was watching this movie. I kept forgetting her name. Make it Aquafina. So here it is. And the reason is, you know, he tells his mom, she's funny, mom. I don't know why. Because here it is. When he was young, have the story be about how when he was a kid, he wasn't allowed to laugh. He wasn't allowed to get dirty. He wasn't allowed to have fun because his parents were all about money and wealth and perceptions. And this girl, this crazy girl, Aquafina, makes him feel uninhibited, finally. Maybe there's a scene where they steal ice cream the night before a big party and they get caught and they're in trouble. Maybe there's a scene where uh, they're mortified that uh, that Aquafina's Rachel has to meet a dignitary, but the dignitary for some reason loves her crassness and her wild spirit. And there's a scene where the dignitary and Aquafina are drinking and swimming in the swimming in the in the infinity pool in their undies laughing <laughs> like that if they would have one of the dignitaries say bok bok bitch at any point <laughs> of the movie that would be great right 
The dignitary saying, bok, bok, bitch. This movie would have been, it gives more time for Aquafina, who was stealing the movie every time she was in it. I think she had so much more personality than our main character, Rachel. Imagine this really New York American Asian coming in and turning this town on its head. Singapore can't handle Aquafina. And <laughs> and I think that would have been a good change. What do you think? So, I love her because she's me. Is she not? <laughs> you sound just like her. <laughs> exactly. We should be best friends. So, yeah, just that. But, no, it would be more interesting because that part of it kind of actually hits home for me. Because growing up, I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things. And the, the reason was because it was it was American. I would get the whole, you're not American, you're Filipino talk all the time growing up. So, yeah, when I was trying to do things like sleep over at my friend's house when I'm younger, or when I was younger, I wasn't allowed because Americans did that. And my families didn't know their families, and there was no respect because they didn't know each other. And because I asked, I'm American, and I wasn't allowed to do that. So, it, it, it's a thing. So, it would have been cool if Aquafino's a person, because she's like crazy, crazy. And be she's funny. the best part of the whole movie. Agree. It is kind of weird, too, that our you're right. Like, my parents would let me go stay at random ass people's houses. What were they thinking? I want the money. With all of our fixes said, does anybody have, like, just a final thought, anything at all about this movie? Uh, do you have a final thought, Lady One? Oh, I have some big ass numbers on representation. At Screen Fix, we understand the cultural importance of this film. Lady One, lay it on us. According to The Hollywood Reporter, only 5% of the characters in 2017's top 100 grossing movies are Asian. 5% of all of the characters in 100 movies. Wow. And only four of them were the actual leads in the movies. Everybody else was like a friend. So 37 of those top 100 grossing movies had zero Asian characters whatsoever. Ooh. That's bananas. And I think this movie... I mean, we had some good fixes for it. It's a romantic comedy with some family stuff thrown in. It's not like an incredible story, but... No, it's like a, a movie ripped straight from like Hallmark Channel. It's a book. <laughs> and it's it's also a book. It's, it's, a, it's just a heartwarming kind of like get mad for a couple chapters and then we're back to the fun book. Like, it's just a good time and it's a pretty movie. It's exciting to watch, like, all of the the wealth and the scenery and everything like that. But it's really important that they made this movie and they put it in the theaters because it almost got sent to Netflix and the director held out for a theatrical release because he knew that this could be successful. And it's hugely successful. It's been number one for three weekends. Yeah. That's a big damn deal. It's over $100 million. And it's a romantic comedy starring nobody you've ever heard of. This is a big deal. I agree. So I talked to my cousins a lot about this movie. And I think the reason that we were so eager to see it was because we knew the plot line wasn't exciting, but we were interested to see how like Asian it was. Like what culture aspects did they have that we could relate to? So Yeah, this movie's big. I was actually thinking about the fact that this movie is out and also there's another movie that is ninety something percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now too, uh, starring John Cho. Searching. Searching. You know, also Asian Asian lead actor. So yeah, twenty eighteen this year with 
Crazy Rich Asians. I guess we could throw like Black Panther in there. This is a big year for representation, I feel. Steps in the right direction. All right. Do you have any uh, final thoughts on, on this one, Kool-Aid? Yeah, just the cultural significance that they had in this movie was, it was good. The representation, using the mahjong instead of the poker. Mm-hmm. A lot of culturally significant things that, that were in there. Mm-hmm. The optimal, what was it, when he was posing with his family for the pictures? Oh, the optimal angles. angles. Uh, yeah, the optimal <laughs> angles. That was really um, funny. Asian, the very serious business-like. <laughs> Overall, it was it was a great movie with some, um, some great older characters in there. Again, I Shout out to Michelle Yeoh if you're listening. Um, I'm a big fan. She's definitely listening. Um, You were telling me this, Torpedo. I was like, why were all the songs just Asian versions of American songs? And you told me this. Because that's how it is over there. It's like everything from music to game shows. The game shows are the same, like name, same game, except, well, I'm, I'm speaking of in the Philippines. I can't speak for all of Asia, but... They're the same as just Filipino people. Or actually, in the Philippines specifically, they'll throw on Manny Pacquiao. He's in everything. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. (laughs) So that that was normal because it's funny. I said, well, that's strange. Everything's just and you're like, wait, no, that's how it is. And I was like, I learned today. Let's go ahead and, you know, we call her Torpedo because she likes to, you know, if there's a flaw in the movie, she'll sink it. Here's a little segment called Torpedo Sinks It. All right, so I did like this movie, but I had one issue. Big, it just bugged me. So before they're getting her ready for this wedding, Rachel, um, Aquafina, and and Oliver, you know, they're throwing her different outfits. Why the fuck did they choose an outfit that I wore to my sophomore year prom? And why is her hair in? twisties in the back that I wore in eighth grade and did on my own by myself and when she turned around there was butterfly clips in a messy bun it was terrible the out they are supposed to be crazy rich and that's the outfit that they chose no shit they were setting her up for failure I'm just saying and Asians they're good liars they got good poker faces so when that one was like I love your outfit did they really I don't know I didn't did they really no one wears ruffle feathers All right, so if no one has anything else to say, I think we should go ahead and consider this. Screen All right. Um, send us send us home lady one if you'd like to reach us here at the show you can send an email to screenfixpod at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter facebook or instagram at screenfixpod you can listen to the show on spotify libsyn google play stitcher and apple podcasts if you're enjoying the show please rate review and subscribe and please tell a friend we also have a patreon account where you can donate to the show uh, we got perks and things there based on different tiers. Maybe I'll go and uh, make those tiers a little more juicy. 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 Yeah. If you want to donate to the show, we uh, we would love to keep the show going for as long as possible. And we also have dreams of opening a one screen theater to be the home of podcasting and film festivals and movie marathons, movie classics, all kinds of fun stuff. All right. So why don't we send us home with... Your best bok bok bitch. Go ahead. You can go first. Lady Wan, go. <laughs> bok bok bitch. Oh, aggressive. <laughs> bok bok bitch. That one was musical. It was nice. I'll, <laughs> I'll do mine. Bok bok bitch. Go ahead. Go ahead, Torpedo. Bok bok bitch. <laughs> oh my God. 
All right. Next time, we will be fixing uh, another movie. Maybe The Nun? Who knows? Bye, everybody. Bye.